This week's show is brought to you by Venice Beach Beverage. Try their delicious line of ginger teas with 100% daily vitamins in every can. And make sure you try my favorite, Black Cherry. Visit them online at venicebeachbeverage.com. Eat more pan. This week's episode is also brought to you in part by George Lopez's Chingon Bakery. Make sure to check them out on Instagram at Chingon Bakery and online at chingonbakery.com. They ship worldwide straight from Oxnard, California. This episode is intended for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year Hey kittens and cats, we are here live with Ricky Lee Ricky, do you want to tell our people where we currently are sitting, enjoying a wonderful cup of coffee? We are at Mestiza Cake House and Cafe in Ontario. Beautiful Ontario. My family's been here for over 35 years. They're on the corner of Euclid and Holt. And I'm going to try and describe this place, but I can't. You just have to come and see it. Yeah, you really do, but I immediately felt like I was home and I was being hugged by all of the magic that is this place. So first of all, look, I want to kind of just describe what I'm seeing. There's the plants everywhere, and the best part is that you can purchase plants here. Okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they have little tags there, and you can buy them. So you can buy the plants, which I'm already eyeing a couple. And they have just, they're in the Christmas spirit. It it is Christmas here at Mestiza. They have this beautiful big Christmas tree that's decorated with um, Harry Potter characters. And clearly they are Harry Potter fans. And um, this is the Gryffindor house. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) So I'm really happy that we're doing this here and that Ricky discovered this place because I think that I'm going to start coming here at least, at least once a week. And I come more often, but it's, I don't have a car still, so it's kind of hard. And it's all about supporting small businesses, local businesses. I was telling you, Natalie, that I go to the Starbucks down the street from here that they just opened two blocks away. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's where I go and hang out and work. But I'm most definitely going to come come here and and they got a good view beautiful lighting everywhere and I very much do love the as Natalie mentioned they are a Gryffindor house but there's little details throughout the the facility that you don't even notice that you're they're just little droplets of of their Gryffindor style but they have a beautiful uh Frida Kahlo mural Mm -hmm. uh just I need to find out who the artist is because it's 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 beautiful I know I know that work but yeah it's it's outstanding it's great energy here yeah, I um, I really like it, and as Ricky was saying, you just I, I can't stop staring. Every time I look somewhere, there's something different to look at. So, um, so yeah, very cool place. Um, even across the street, I noticed that the Ontario his Ontario Museum of Natural History, History or Art, I don't know, the arts. Some, there's a museum across the street that now I'm curious about and I want to <laughs> go look at. And I was like, Mike, have you ever been there? It's like just once in like second grade. I think he said that he had some type of art displayed there I don't know what he had and I was like was it still there I don't know and I'm like what how do you not know so now I'm curious I want to go check it out so it's going to be on my to-do list coming up 
But um, anyway, so this today's topic, you know, it is Christmas week. Um, we're going to get into our favorite uh, holiday traditions here. I think it's very appropriate for this time of year. But before we get into that, we're going to rage. Ricky, let's do it. What are you raging about today? So, um, today is Sunday, but seven, oh, here, seven days, last Saturday. Last Saturday, um, I, had, I was scheduled to work at the shop, yeah. so I went in. But before that, I had to, um, Bartley was flying back in from Florida. So, I, yes. yes, I dropped off his car at our, at our friend Jess's house so that he could just, like, come back and um, pick up his car and go. And what ended up happening was Jess took me to the shop, mm-hmm. dropped me off there with all my stuff, all my clothes and everything. Yeah. Because after the, the, my shift at the shop, I was going to um, go see the Sacred Souls and Mac Airs in concert. Oh, okay. Severe got tickets, so we were going to go see that. And then after that, stopped by to check out one of our DJs, uh, Nestor DJ Deadloop, at the Falls. So we had a busy night. Yeah. So I had to take all my stuff with me, my computer, my bags, all of that. Yeah. The day goes by, and um, Severe picks me up at 6.30 from the shop. Maybe, like, a few minutes later, I get a call from Noelle, the shop owner. She says, are you guys okay? I yeah. said, yeah, what's, what happened? She goes, there was a shooting. So even though I was working there at the shop, there was a, a toy drive going on. There was an art walk going on. It was an entire event. There were families. There were people. There were vendors. And two guys got into it. One pulled out a gun, shot out into the crowd, killed somebody, and killed the guy that he had an argument with. Oh, my God. So she thought that we were kind of still there hanging around. I was like, no. I was like, oof, okay, dang, good yeah, thing that yeah. we weren't. Ooh, yeah. Go to the concert, excellent concert, have a great time, finish, and then we go to um, to the falls. So it's like off of Spring Street and 9th Street, downtown Los Angeles. We find parking, and I kind of knew, like, when we parked our car there, I was like, mm, I have a bad feeling about this. We both talked about it, Severe and I, and there were other people that were parking there at the same exact time yeah. that we were parking, and the parking machine where you pay your park it was like out of order and the parking attendant was like look it's out of order but you could still leave your car here it's fine like you're not going to get towed it was about the not getting towed part yeah cool and there were a bunch of other cars there was lit no problem so we all left meaning the other people that were kind of like worried about parking their car there too yeah come back uh, they broke Severe's windows open, oh and gosh. they took my purse no. with my wallet, with my keys, oh my, my backpack with the new laptop that I had just purchased. Shut up. They stole everything. Shut now, again, and my clothes, I had to have all of my stuff there because I was traveling back and forth. What my dumbass should have done was taken out my backpack and yeah. taking it with all my bulky stuff, but I'm going into a nightclub, right? So yeah. it's like, I didn't want to necessarily, and I could have left it behind the DJ booth where he was playing, but, yeah. you know, I just took my little purse that just had my ID, right. one of my, my bank cards, and that was it. Or at least your laptop. I feel like I can't live without it. Listen, and take it everywhere. I, 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 <laughs> I know better. But, but then it's like, you, you don't think that, that something like that is going to happen. No, I should you know Downtown LA, shit like this happens all the time, okay? So I'm pissed. I'm like infuriated. I'm like, I was, I think I was most infuriated because I'm a, I'm an HP user or PC. Like, I don't use MacBooks. That's not my thing. It took me a while to finally get into the groove and the rhythm of using this dang computer and 
finally when I got myself organized, yeah. it's gone. It's really? done. We're done. It's over. And so I was enraged. I, was re- nah, I wasn't even enraged at that point. I resigned to life. Yeah. I was like, I'm over this. I'm done. Fuck all of this. I just, it was, oh. it was terrible. Filed a police report. Yeah. I can see where my computer's at. I called my friend who helped me get the computer, oh, yeah. and he was like, find your computer. It's at 931 South Main Street in Los Angeles. It's included in my police report. They tell me, please do not show up to 931 South Main Street right. to try to get your computer because without a warrant or without any, we can't just go in there and get it. Oh so that's God. the most infuriating thing in the world. Now, initially, I was like, well, you know what? <laughs> Maybe this person needed it more than me. Right. Like, And mind you, but now I don't have my car keys either. Okay? Do you have spares? Miraculously, I did have a spare, which needed a battery. It was a whole thing. Oh but most of all, I had my notebooks in there. Yeah. I had my journals. I had my planners. I started writing again. All that's gone now. And, oh. and again, in my mind, I'm trying to just tell myself, like, it's all Let good. It Let it go. It's going to be fine. Pick yourself back up. That's my fucking moment of rage. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. That's a bummer. I, I, I would be devastated without my electronics more than anything. I mean, notebooks and all that. Yeah, but for me, it would definitely be the laptop that I would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you guys. And especially knowing that you have the location to your computer. 931 South Main Street. What the fuck? I look at it every day. Oh, my God. (laughs) Maybe it moved. Maybe it's local. (laughs) Maybe I can catch it. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? And I guess, like, it it sounds very cliche to say, but at least you're okay. Yeah. You know, at at the end of the day. At least I didn't get, you know, injured at where where we were before. Yeah. Yeah, all of those things. Yeah. It's very much like, well, I'm grateful that I'm still here in one piece. I have a spare card or a spare key to my car. And, you know, you have iCloud to back up the things on your computer. But, I mean, laptops are expensive, yeah. especially a, MacBooks. I, yes, I got a great deal on it uh, from a friend of mine who had just... It was, it's just ideal. ideal. Funk! Yeah. What the hell? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to... You know what? I'm going to have to send you and Severe some sage. Y'all need to cleanse <laughs> on your car. Because I feel... I also feel like um, every now and... More often than not, I hear that. Uh, Severe is having some type of car issue. I asked him. I asked him, too. I said, how do you do this? Because it has been, like, one reoccurring thing after another. With his his car, yes. He, um, with the wheels that, having to replace the tires, we ran over, like, one coming home from, I think it was, like, Halloween, ran something over that we had to run over because we couldn't swerve side to side, messed up his car, potholes, like, Again, it's just like one yeah. thing after another. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you some sage. Well, I'm gonna get severe some sage for for Christmas because I think that there's some type of bad juju with his cars. Um, but well, I guess those are the our rage moments. I really don't have any. Um, I, I'm I'm honestly just happy. I'm really happy. This week has been happy for me. Um, so into our moment of love. My moment of love is being here, yes. having a great support of people that listen to us, um, that are excited to even be here and show up and have some coffee with us. Yes. Um, last night I had a great pop-up turnout. I was in Lakewood and um, I had my mom there that was helping me out and we ended up selling a majority of um of our plants and our bundles. I had my aunt come over and she's, um, she came to say hi. Well, my, two of my aunts actually, 
her husband was there uh stephanie your cousin was there she showed up so um the amount of support that i believe we've been getting it has been enormous and i it makes me happy that people just simply stop by and say hi or high five or good job or keep going you know that that shit's important it is important and we need that because Oh, sorry. I was thinking about how, like, the last year we've spent just talking to everybody about our lives. Yeah. And I yes. felt like every every episode, like, the last month, I feel like I haven't been able to report anything, like, or talk about anything Tangible. uplifting, but also yeah. because that's been the state that I've been in. Right. Which is difficult and challenging, but that's also life, and that's also how we progress. That's also how we get better. And you sent me a very encouraging message last week about our listeners who do listen to us and talk about manifestation, how things do happen. And that was a very encouraging thing that I myself needed to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, uh, yeah, you're right. It it sounds, you know, we go on this podcast and we're Debbie Downer sometimes and shit is hard and why can't life be easier? And we feel so privileged and we want to be even more privileged than we already are. But life is good. Life is so good. So, and my moment of love was something completely out of the, ballpark and unexpected so saturday is when the car gets broken into sunday it's just terrible monday i go back to work to the shop and i think it was raining and it was all like crazy and terrible yeah well there's a car accident that happens right in front of the shop and it's these two ladies that they barely their cars barely kiss each other it was like a tiny like there there was no damage on the cars but it happened right in front of the shop okay Well, the two ladies get out of the car, and one of these ladies is, that was her moment of rage. She was pissed. Even though, again, her car had no damage, this lady came out and was like, give me your, called the police, called the fire department, everybody, the parking attendant meter, police people showed up, everybody was there. It was really bad, right? So then what ends up happening is that, what ends up happening, sorry about that, um, Dom, who I work with, was like, you know what? I'm going to go out there just to let them know. Like, I, I saw it. Like, everything was okay. It wasn't really, like, a big deal. Yeah. So the, both of the ladies are in their car. He goes over there to tell the lady that actually hit the car, right? Here's my number if you need it. The lady who oh, got hit. Yeah, as a witness. The lady who got hit. And I think he went to the lady who, who hit because her body language. Like, that other lady, like, her energy was off the wall. She's probably already having a shitty ass day. This lady gets out of her car and tells him, oh, you're going to take her side? Really? Like, (gasps) makes this big old stink about it. I'm like, oh, my God. It was so dramatic. It was so terrible, right? And so we're talking about, like, the transfer of energy and how terrible and discouraging it was, right? So now, fast forward, Tuesday, the next day, it's raining again. Mm -hmm. We're in the shop. Yeah. All of a sudden, I hear, hey! I hear this yelling, hey! Yeah. This man gets hit by a car. Shut up again. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening right now? So this lady, and the Tuesdays ladies, not to, they were two white ladies, okay? There yeah. were two Karens going at it, but one Karen dominated the other poor right. little Karen. And today it was, it was two Karens, yes. Today it was an um, older white man with his, looked like his older white daughter, yeah. and a Mexican lady with her daughter in the car that hit this white dude. And I'm like, oh, man, this is going to end bad right so what happens is the lady sees that she's about to hit this dude so she tries to stop and slow down so she 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 does she hits him but gently like it's not a full she doesn't run him over okay okay. but hits him enough to just he he falls over 
Oh my god. And he falls over on the sidewalk. But it's raining and it's wet and it's all of this stuff, whatever, right? So then he, you know, he, he gets back up. He's fine. The lady who hits him calls the police, right? She's crying. She's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't see. You can tell she's just devastated. Yeah. And he's trying to tell her, it's fine. It's okay. Don't worry about no. it. It's okay. No, 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 no. It's raining. We go outside to help him come in. And he's trying to tell her and insist to her that he's fine. He rejects the police. Okay. He rejects everybody. Okay. And to get her to understand that he's okay, okay let it go. <laughs> he hugs her. He Aww. takes her in his arms and he gives her a big... And they're just crying in each other's arms. And, uh, and, and I'm crying there like... <laughs> This is it. Like yeah. that was that was my moment of love because I'm thinking, damn. Like the day before, these two ladies <laughs> hit each other and it's petty as hell. Yeah. And this man gets hit gently. Right, right, right. But to tell this lady like it's okay, and we were we were worried because we're like, damn. What if if it would have been that lady that got ran over, this lady would have been. Yeah, it just could have been completely different, and the, the outcome would have been twenty different things. But that was my moment of love. That is beautiful. I believe in humanity again. Yes, yes, we don't get that enough. We're so quick to just sue people, or try to come up, or uh, this world is so fucked up. But yeah, I you you give me hope. <laughs> there is good on this planet. Damn it. For the record, that corner, yeah. right? Um, we had put up Christmas lights. Yeah. The lights on that corner kept falling that day. Yeah. It just kept falling. We're like, what the hell? Why does this, why does this keep falling? Why does this keep falling? Yeah. And we realized, like, we talked about saging. Yeah. That's energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The energy of the ladies yeah. that had crashed. The energy of the poor man that got ran over. It I was just know. like the shooting a couple of days before. So oh. I told Noah, we got to sage the hell out of this corner right, right. now. Like, this is crazy. Yes. But it's very much a real thing. Do, um, and I'm sorry, do, do they have accidents that happen there often in that corner? I've been there for like six months. Never have I seen that much activity in the six months that I've been there. But I mean, it, it's, 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 you know. Tis the season, I guess, right? I don't know. <laughs> and, and you know what? With, I think that with the holidays, um, people are a lot more tense. There's a lot more pressure, a lot more expectation. People want to be places. They want to go places. And so it's, it's hard to be jolly when, when you're just hating life. And Mike is looking at me like he's sad. But it, you know what? It's, I don't even know what to say. I, I think that when... I think when you're when you yourself are a optimistic and happier person, it's important to kind of shine light to those that aren't as happy and jolly and give them more grace because they need it. And I think that that helps and it goes a long way for them to to kind of have a little change in their heart. Um and, and maybe it, it does turn their day around. So, you know, if wherever you're at, say hi to somebody, yes. smile at yes. them, tell them have a great day, tell them happy Saturday because we need it. You know? But changing gears a little bit, let's get into it. Um, our favorite holiday traditions. It's my favorite time of year. <laughs> and I think now more than ever. How do you feel? Uh, it's not the same for me anymore. 
I used to have some real, Christmas was my favorite time of the year, especially, I didn't realize how hardcore my family was with Christmas. Yes. We're nowhere near as hardcore as we are like now, like at all whatsoever. So to, to paint a picture of how my family did Christmas. Yes. So I'm the oldest grandkid, right? My dad is the oldest sibling. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of, you know, the leader of the pack, get everybody together for Christmas. All of my aunts and uncles, like I was raised with them very intimately, very intimate, like they were close. Yeah. They weren't distant or anything yeah. like that. So all of our holidays were very much together in our face all the time. Yeah. One of the biggest things that I remember was the uh, making the nativity scene. My Abu Conchita, hardcore nativity scene maker. Beautiful scenescapes, very crafty, building little villages and yeah. with lights and little lakes and all of that stuff. My dad would also um, make binders, Christmas binders, of okay. Christmas carols and songs. Okay. So everybody would participate in the singing of music. And so this part of my life is probably... I don't know, like between the ages of like two and six or seven. Do you remember any of this? Yeah, my brother was like younger than that, obviously. But so that's that's how hardcore we were when it came to to Christmas Christmas traditions. Like and it was all the whole bunch together. And and I don't my life is completely opposite of that now. Like my kids, my kids are like nativity scene. What? What are you talking about? That's cute. I love that you said that because um, we did have a, that brief conversation with your Abu Conchita um, when we saw her this last week in Ensenada about uh, about Christmas and how she liked the nativity scene and and that she didn't have one there in Ensenada. And then I don't, I don't. I, she mentioned that someone had brought her one or they ended up buying one. So they did have their little nativity scene um, over at your dad's house. That you're done in records. Um, so I think that's beautiful. I I had a similar um, experience growing up uh, with Christmas, um, from like when I was born till maybe seven years old. Um, we would all get together at my tia Viviana's house, my dad's sister. And everyone would show up, um, you know, my aunt, it was my dad, my um, my mom, obviously, it was my aunt, my cousins, my other aunt, Elenita, um, and then my grandparents would come down from Mexico, so it was a huge thing, all of my other extended family aunts, uncles, and... Um, and I thought it was the coolest thing because, well, one, it's Christmas Eve, and so if you're Hispanic, the tradition is you stay up till midnight, you open your gifts, and then by the time that you're all done, you say your your thing or whatever, um, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and you're still awake. Mm-hmm. And so I thought oh that was God, the yeah. coolest shit. Like, hell yeah, let's have it be Christmas every fucking every day. Yes. Um, so so I thought that that was pretty great in, in my time, and those are good memories. So, and... My mom was actually really good at at, uh, Christmas also. Like, we would always make cookies. It was, like, this big old thing. Mm. Here's my gripe about Christmas, okay? Mm. Now, I wasn't the best kid growing up. I was always rambunctious and, you know, didn't listen. Yeah. But I really believe that if you ask Santa for something, this motherfucker was going to deliver. He never delivered for me, okay? And this is what I mean, right? So, imagine, because my mom, you know, she's making cookies. We're all doing this stuff. And I'm sitting there, like... For What's up, Santa? Like, here's this is what I would like. For, I would cut pictures out oh, of ads of what I wanted. That's why I don't believe in the vision board because it failed me, right? But there's all I wanted was a cash register. 
Remember the cash register. That's all I wanted. And I would cut it out, yeah. paste it there, send the letter off to Santa Claus. Never got a cash register, okay? Oh. And years later, I asked my parents, like, like this is probably the one, the one thing you guys got me things that cost more than the cash register. What, the, what was the deal, you know? Yeah. But <clears throat> interestingly enough, my dad... It, now I think he'll tell you, I don't believe in Christmas or the holidays or anything like that. And, right. I tr- and I, we had a great conversation where I expressed to him, it's not necessarily about the belief in Christmas or... When I look back, I think of all the creative things that we did, all of yeah. the time and interactions that we had as a family, and that has value. Yes. Imagination, right? Yes. The application of creativity, creativity and and conversation and making things a reality of what you of what you imagine. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned your family would be up to like three o'clock in the morning. I remember one time we were at my uncle Oscar's house in Lompoc, and I believed so much. I swore that I could hear the footsteps of Santa Claus, and I was just sitting there like, "Oh my God, yeah. is this gonna be the cash register year?" And it never was. But I had that imagination in that was carefully crafted in me, and that's what I tell yeah. my dad all the time. Like, you know, the family he's raising now, he's like, "Ah, you know," yeah. but it's important right. because there's values that are stuck in yeah. there that are important. It is important until. Um, I was I was in fourth grade and I had I had um, a friend of mine who was like, hey, there's no Santa Claus. It's your parents that give you that give you these presents. I'm like, what the fuck they are your parents? There is a Santa Claus. <laughs> Wrote a letter to Santa Claus, right? I'm like, hey, I have a friend, and she's telling all the kids in school that you don't exist, but I'm going to need you to prove to them that you do. Could you please sign right here? Yeah. Here's the objective evidence that you exist, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So no problem. Carrots for Rudolph, cookies, it's all good. The next morning, signed it, red pen, Chris Kringle. Uh-huh. So I go to, back to school, look, I put it in everybody's face. He does exist. Now my friend, Danielle Pachowski, yeah. I think at that point she just kind of felt sorry for me. Oh. She didn't say anything. She right. wasn't like, your parents. You pat yeah. back like none of that. None of that <laughs> happened, right? But I definitely, like, yeah. I was convicted that that... That was going to be it. it. Yeah. It was going to happen. All of that. My, uh, you said something about the importance of Christmas and I think for its memories and also you carry on traditions and values. And so for me, one of the things that I, I always remember, and I don't exactly have a recipe, but now that I'm older, I'm like, well, you know what? I really, I would really like this recipe so that I can carry this forward and I can have this tradition and I can do this on Christmas. Um, every year we would, all of the, all of my aunts, all of the ladies would get together in the kitchen and we would make buñuelos. You know what buñuelos are? You know what buñuelos are? Oh my God, they're right. a painful experience. It should be good. A painful experience. My Abu Conchita, um, like, she, she, it's a whole freaking process. Like, you have to do it thin. It's very labor intensive. It is. It is very labor intensive, but those are one of my favorite memories of Christmas because, um, so we would all get together in the kitchen and it would be a competition. We would all get the dough. And so for those of you that don't know, um, buñuelos are like a thin layer of dough, like you said. It's round in shape and it's fried. It's fried. And the flavor is kind of, I almost think of like a a sugar donut, but fried. A fried sugar donut, but very thin. A crisp. It's crispy. Okay, so we would all get together and we would compete to, to see who would have the most round biggest 
uh, buñuelo with no holes, which is hard because when you start when you start rolling the dough and you start spreading it, and you'd have to do this by hand, or I remember I doing it by hand, it would rip. So yeah. that was my favorite. That was my favorite part of Christmas is that I would get together with my aunts and I felt very adult and very cool that I was with my aunts doing this whole bit, and they're really good. And I don't know if you ever did this. Um, but I remember it took me a while to try this, but they would smash the buñuelos and then put it in uh, on the stove top and then melt it and it would be caramelized. Yeah. Yes, yes. And that was really good, too. Um, I don't know exactly how they did it, but um, it was really, oh, so good. Oh, all the sugar. It's a lot of sugar. <laughs> I'm going into diabetic. <laughs> but I think that those are one of my favorite um, memories is everyone just getting together, making the buñuelos. And and it's so funny. We talk about um, in this podcast, we, we always mention gratitude yeah. and and how that's such a... I don't know. I think for some people, it, it's like they specifically take some time out of their day to do. We have to be grateful all the time. And but anyway, I I think about gratitude, and I'm and I'm thinking, oh, I just started this gratitude practice three years ago, right? For example. But in reality, um, I mean, we've been we always practice gratitude, and especially during Christmas time. I know that once it hit midnight on Christmas Christmas Eve. We would all get, to, you know, we'd all get together in the living room. We'd all hug it out. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. And and then we would all kind of get in a circle and we would all say what we were grateful for. Oh, you know, I'm so happy that my that my grandma's here, my grandpa. I'm so happy that we're here together and spending this time. And I, oh, it's so beautiful. I think I'm going to cry. And now I'm going to cry because of this stupid song that I really like. <laughs> I w- why do you want to cry with this song? Oh, I th- this song, so this song is um, Amber Lucid and it's called what is it called? Letter to my younger self. And and she's just saying that it's going to be okay. Oh, I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. So, let me tell you how the universe works right now. So this morning I woke up. Well, no, yesterday we were, we came, I came here with my daughters and I was very inspired by this place. And I said, I'm going to put a playlist together. Oh, is that, playlist? This is my playlist. Oh. Yeah. That represents how this place made me feel. So my, one of the biggest factors that I left out of my Christmas memories was my Aunt Rosie. Because she was a hardcore, hardcore, hardcore Christmas enthusiast. Like Christmas yeah. was a big deal for her. And, um, and this is actually, this song is a song that I played for her when she was dying in the hospital. And she was like, I'm afraid to die. I don't want to die. Yeah. And I played her this song because it's, it, like you said, it says, like, it's going to be okay. Like, it's all good. And that's when she, <laughs> that's when she re- like, resigned to, like, starting the process of letting go. Yeah. So I think it's great that my Aunt Rosie is here with us now yeah. because... This is Christmas. There's a beautiful, and I told the girls yesterday. I was like, she would love that Christmas tree, yeah. like hands down. Yeah, Mike just mentioned that um, she would decorate her Christmas tree similar to this. So we're gonna have to take a picture and post it because it's it's beautiful. It's very over the top. So I very much want to dedicate this episode to her because how perfect that this song comes on. Yeah. It, not even in the order that I designed this playlist, but for her to make sure that I say Christmas was a lot about her. Yeah, I love that. It's it's that's all beautiful. And um you know what, speaking of your Aunt Rosie, one of the things that is very like what I remember the most and what I love the most is her her baking. Mm. Oh my gosh, she had the best desserts and then she had a pumpkin roll that she made one time. Oh my god, it was 
amazing. It, the best thing ever. So, Aunt Rosie, you're a real one. Shout out to Aunt Rosie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think that that mostly covers it for me as far as Christmas traditions that I enjoy. Uh, gratitude, the baking, um, staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning with my family. Um, I don't think, is there any Christmas traditions that you have that you're not really crazy about? Buying gifts. <laughs> I'm yeah. over buying yeah. gifts. Yeah. Yeah, the buying gifts. That's going to be it for me, too. I don't... I could do... We could do without. We can do without. Because, like we said, I think at the end of the day, we do just value each other's time. Like, just our time and the... the that's kind of the biggest gift of all. That's kind of the biggest present that we should give is time. Yeah. You know, um, I, I was curious, and I'm going to totally botch this, but I was curious about... Where did the tradition of buying Christmas gifts even start? Where, where, where does that even come from? So, you know, um, your dad, uh, Vicente, would be, proud of, would be proud of me, right, for... Yes, yes. But, but Vicente would be proud of me because, you know, as he is an atheist and doesn't believe in the Christmases and the Bibles and, and the thing, like, everything wait. like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I felt very cool, like, gosh, I'm so oblivious and ignorant to this, but I didn't know. I, didn't, I just didn't know, so I did look it up. And yes, Mike, the three wise men brought, the, uh, brought Jesus the gifts, and it was, do you know what they are? You know what he brought them? Myrrh, uh, frankincense, and gold? Is it gold? Frankincense? It's stuff. Three things. But then I thought, like, these aren't even material things. These are things that he needed. Mm. So then I felt like, why are we buying PlayStations for our ungrateful ass kids? Get kids Bitcoin. Look at how bitter I am. <laughs> I do want to say that my dad, although he's he's a self-proclaimed atheist, yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah. Because he so much is on the search for disproving Jesus. And he, he wants to find that chancla that he left behind. Because how can we find dinosaur bones that are billions of years, but we can't find Jesus' chancla? Yeah, we had a, I think that when the last two days that we were at, um, where we were in Ensenada, that was a big topic for him. He was adamant, like, no, there's no religion, does not exist, the, the Bible, da, da, da. and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> really? So he was on a good one about that. That's a good yes, episode. Yeah. He, was so, he was so into it, and I'm like, yes, you said this. And it doesn't exist, but he's he's hilarious about it too. It's it's funny, and he I mean, there's he has some good points. You can't really blame him for it. It's just like you know what, you're not really on the wrong path there. Right. So would there be Christmases without Jesus? I guess not. I don't know. I mean, but look uh, to I don't know. It, it it's. Do we have, do a lot of families celebrate Christmas now with Jesus in mind? It's not, I feel like a lot of the times it's not a religious experience. And I mean, yes, in the Catholic household and, and Christian, da, 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 it is, but I think that we're not celebrating it in that way. And I don't know, and maybe this is just me being in my little hole of little bubble, but I'm with it. It just goes back to time. Let's just spend time together. Because we don't go to Mass for Christmas. I know a lot of people do. We used to go, but like I said, it just slowly faded out as my family started to dissipate. <laughs> All things started to just fall apart. But yeah. yeah, and those are traditions. Those are traditions that we, we carry, we love, or we resign from for whatever reasons. But anyway, 
overall, Christmas is a good time of year. We just got to make it good. It's about love. It's about family. About togetherness and and peace. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? I think we're good. I think we are good. This was a great episode. This coffee was amazing. Sitting here has been wonderful. Um, Yes, everyone come to Mestiza Cake House and Cafe and try their Spanish latte. They do have um, milk alternatives, so you can have it with almond milk, which is is how I'm drinking it. I always got to plug that because, you know, vegetarians. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, uh, everyone have a happy Christmas. Be well and increase the peace. We'll see you next year, y'all. Bye. No, well, we still have our New Year's episode. Never listen to what I say. We still have one more New Year's episode before the end of the year, and then we'll see you next year. Peace. Bye. (laughs) Today's episode was brought to you by Chingon Bakery and Venice Beach Beverage. If you have any topic ideas you want us to cover, don't forget to email those to onthisfrequency at gmail.com. Today's episode was produced by Juicebox Bartley and Big Brother Jake. We drop a new episode every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you follow us on the grams at On This Frequency. How can you support us, you ask? Well, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash On This Frequency and you can donate some coffee funds there. And for those Apple listeners, leave us a review. They're incredibly helpful and we'll be sharing them in our upcoming episodes. So from Natalie and I, remember to be kind to one another, kick some ass, and remember to celebrate every day, because every day is your birthday. Meow, 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 meow. So to honor him, when we